You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And on today's episode, it's going to be the best episode we've ever recorded. Hey, it could happen. We are reviewing Angels in the Outfield. But first, Eddie, how's the family? We are doing well. Uh, We have been on a little bit of a Lion King kick in our house ever since uh, we reviewed that a couple of weeks ago. Episode 25. Lewis has been a a little obsessed. Anytime we're in the car, he wants to listen to Lion King. Which is a little difficult because we he's off. Still a big fan of cars, which he calls Lightning McQueen, right? Oh. <laughs> and the way he says Lightning McQueen and Lion King, it's really hard. It's very close, you know, in two-year-old lingo. So there's times where I get it wrong, where he just says, Daddy, I listen to Lion King. And you're <laughs> like, I think this one's Lion King. So I'll, you know, throw it on Circle of Life. And he's like, no, Lion Queen. I'm like, okay, we want the Cars soundtrack. So we listen to the Cars soundtrack. <laughs> but most of the time it is uh, the Lion King. Uh, so much so, um, we were out of town this weekend and uh, he was kind of sleeping in the same room as Sarah and I, just in his little sleeping bag in the corner. And in his sleep... He was singing Akuta Matata. And it was the cutest little thing you've ever heard in your life to hear a two-year-old in his sleep saying Akuta Matata. Akuta Matata. <laughs> that is so <funny>. yes. <laughs> Lion, Lion King was a big hit, continues to be um in our house. So yeah, that's 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 one of the big things that's going on here. Very fun. Very fun. So I, another thing I saw, I had a question for you about your weekend. What is the donut trail? <laughs> so apparently in, uh, I'm going to get this wrong. It's the northern, it's the county like north of Cincinnati, Ohio. It's like Warren County, I want to say. Warren Butler County or something like that. Um, there are like 13 donut shops in like a... 30 minute radius i would i would guesstimate 30 45 minute radius and if you get a donut at each of those shops like you get a passport and if you get a donut at each of those shops they like stamp at each location if you hit all 13 you get a free t-shirt so did you do it how many do you think we'd completed there are 13 donut shops we had a saturday set aside Three and a half. Five. Nice. We we hit five. Um, How often my, do people actually hit all 13? So here's what we learned. There was a lot of people who were kind of making a, like, they had been going at this. Like, each weekend, they go hit a new donut shop. And so then that way, like, over the course of the year, they complete the donut trail. 
So you don't have to do it in one day. No, 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 no. It's just like complete this form. You take it back to like the county visitor center. They give you the T-shirt. Wah, wah. Um, So we were like, oh, this is the donut trail. Let's let's hit it. Let's go at it. Um, This was um, mom and dad's idea. And so we were. And of course, I can't eat any wheat. So that rules out the donut itself. Sarah can't eat any dairy, so that rules out everything that's on top of a donut. Um, so we're just like going along. We're, we were the drivers. Sarah drove a car with the, all the, the girls. I drove the, the guy designated the drivers. Guys. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we get to the um, we get to the fifth one. We pull up, um, listening to the Lion King, of course, yeah. mm-hmm. with my my nephews. Um, my younger nephew the whole time couldn't, we kept saying the, um, how was he saying this? Uh, he kept trying to call, uh, Timon Tumba. Tumba. And we kept saying, no, it's Timon and Pumbaa. And he's like, that's what I said. It's Tumba. Tumba. Like, he's just no, doing a squish name. He's squishing it. Um, so we pull up to the fifth location and they go, um, Grandpa, I don't think I can eat anymore. <laughs> so my dad said, we'll get these to go. This will be our last one of the day. That's awesome. <clears throat> so we we hit five. It was And it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. There was a lot of other people who were out and about doing it. Um, yeah, it was pretty neat. Well, that is fun. Yeah. Sounds like so a, we did. Sounds like a full weekend. <clears throat> and you was. had so much time this weekend because there was no WandaVision to watch. Well, there was. There was the making of WandaVision. That is correct. My bad. Which Assemble. You, Assemble. You texted me. This is our level of ESPN. You texted me, hey, did you notice that this, you know, making of WandaVision came out while we were watching it? Like, we were literally halfway through watching it, and you texted me, and I'm like, Sarah, look. She's like, you too. This has happened several times in the past <clears throat> month, I think where we were oh, literally, yeah. I saw something, you were in the middle of watching it. Mm-hmm. Multiple times, multiple times. Yes. Well, the good thing is that we do have more to look forward to this weekend with Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out. Um, yeah, they just released a couple of, um, like, the last trailer. They did, like, a 30-second clip or whatever, and um, I hadn't realized how much they were leaning into almost kind of the buddy cop drama oh like i got you, I got you didn't get that vibe from all the rest of the <clears throat> trailers no i don't know how i missed that but very much some of your kind of that's bad the genre boys, for this feel. yep that's the that's the genre as we if you've listened to this podcast you know that we have been talking a lot about that did about you genre. forget for a second what we do i can't remember what it was called for a second what the, i'm, what I'm in another mic? place right now eddie Is I'm this in, how, What's this white ball and I'm, I'm having me? an out of body experience for our Angels in the Outfield uh, episode today. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing that we are looking forward to is uh, watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier this weekend. Uh, once again, wasn't my first choice of stories I was super excited to watch, but they did such a good job with WandaVision. I know this is going to be different, Eddie, but they've they've kind of raised the bar a little bit. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Gonna the bar it? is the bar is really high now. Like with Wandavision, I was eh, we'll just see. I don't know. And I shocking. Yeah, we've started going back and rewatching it just because we liked it so much. We're already going back. Yep. 
That's what I did too. Uh, another thing that we have to look forward to, maybe, is the Oscar nominations that just came out. Eddie, I had made a, a gentleman's wager with no money <laughs> that with some other friends that, that the Oscars were not going to happen this year. And I was dead wrong. They are happening. The Oscar nominations came out today. And I haven't seen most of the films that they have on there. I'm pretty embarrassed by the number of films that are on there because I have no desire to see them. But we do have a couple Disney Plus nominations in there with both Onward and Soul being nominated, both for Best Animated Picture of the Year. And then Soul is also rounding out a couple other awards. They are up for uh, Best Sound, which we'll get to in a second big change to the nominations best sound and best soundtrack yeah best score. original original score which i was surprised that we didn't see best uh like new original song with john baptiste um writing those songs i was i really like him and i, I like some of the stuff he's putting out right now so i thought there would be some of the best stuff of that him. film some of the best yeah. stuff of that film. If you yeah. want to listen to us bicker and argue and come to blows. What was that out. episode? There's uh, I we still can't remember what actual episode it was because we yeah. talked for about five minutes on the actual. And and episode. I have to I have to eat uh, some crow here because in that episode, I believe I made a strong statement that I felt like soul was going to end up getting a best picture nod because the pickens were so slim um it did not get a best picture nod it just got uh best animated picture nod so i would have i would have a witty comment but that literally is one of the only two (laughs) onward and and soul are one of the only two films on this entire list that i've actually seen this year yeah yeah and since recording that podcast i've talked to a lot more people who had a very similar reaction that you had um like i i only meet people they either had like your reaction or they had my reaction like there's there's no middle ground ground. you either loved it and thought it was amazing or you're like that was awful it is more evidence of the withering middle class in america (laughs) whoa whoa don't go there don't go there i couldn't even finish the sentence it was so it's not that kind of podcast we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) but today's movie will bring everybody together there's a there's a lot of things coming together from the sky, from the air, from the trees. Yes, we are going to talk today about the 1994 classic, which is Angels in the Outfield. Cue the Disney sound effect. IMDb, you do a little bit better job than you did on the last one. The last one was pretty pitiful. With WandaVision. Okay, let's talk about Angels in the Outfield, IMDb. Ooh, Eddie, you are bringing up the actual logo right in front of our faces right now. <laughs> Your off-grid copy of, of Angels in the Outfield. Okay, let's do this. When a boy prays for a chance to have a family, if the California Angels win the pennant, angels are assigned to make that possible. Oh, while I'm looking at the beautiful face of Christopher Lloyd. That was, that was better, but there was a, it was a lot of setup. It was a lot of setup before the actual, you know, the meat of the 
actual for, for those of you who are just listening and watching not watching on YouTube, uh, I was holding up what's called a DVD, Case. a digital video disc for you Gen Zers who think everything is just zapped to you Eddie, your phone. Did you know that they might have had some of some of them had their their generation changed? Some of them are now Generation C for COVID. Oh, oh bless Gen your C. heart. Good. Some of them. I don't know. I don't know where the where the breakdown is, but anyways, yeah. Eddie, how long did it take you to get your copy <laughs> from all the way from Anaheim? Actually, I think a week and a half. I think it was all a said and done, like a week and, and a half, half to um, get your copy. I did. And when you did know, you almost by, lose hope? by 1994 standards? That is a miraculous feat. That they was took, super they took, fast. They took 1994 standards to get that thing to you. Um, I never lost hope. I have great hope in UPS. Um, but yes, what? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm fine. I'm happy with my life's choices. You can. Um, you can just continue to sell all of your information to the man. That that's your choice. I'm not selling. I'm just giving it away. Uh, <laughs> So Eddie, Angels in the Effort, I think we both can probably say that this was a classic yeah. in our homes. Yes. A classic Disney film. I don't know how repeat you watch. repeat wore this VHS out mm-hmm. all the way out, which is pretty surprising for the number of <laughs> profanities in, the, in this film for a kid's movie. Now, granted, they play up on it, and then they maybe that's why I was able to watch it was because then they have the moment where there is that moment. The angels don't want you to curse anymore. He's like, okay, not profanity. (laughs) If we if we learn two things about from this movie, we learn one: don't curse, and two: don't smoke. You'll end up being an angel soon, and don't order nachos because you will sit on them. There's so there's so many good little moments in this, right? And and again, I think this is we we I think we mentioned this with Mighty Ducks. This is the classic kind of formula for your Disney '90s films yep. like this. It Lots is of physical humor. Yeah, it is not the whole. It is the parts, right? It is what are the little bits? What are little funny moments here and there um, that really kind of bring this movie together? And there's there's so many kind of just great ones should we hit the cast just go ahead and make sure people are aware of the the crazy yes! cast of this that is what i mean going back and re-watching this now that i think is what hit me the most watching this was how many people you're like oh my goodness they were in this oh my goodness they were in that and then you kind of like you had a couple of really big ones in there even uh, it was amazing to me how many Matt, like basically just two years after this film, three years or four years <clears> after this film, some of these actors are flipping who's going to be the, the highest build person on here. Cause you've got, you obviously have, so you've got Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt in here. You've got Danny Glover as the heavy hitter. The sure. big, this was, this is peak Mount Everest, uh, um, Danny Glover right here. And even and so you got Christopher Lloyd. He's also bringing bringing it in right here. So those are that's like your that's like your your, your especially two of the top right there. Well, and Tony Danza. I mean, he was Tony coming Danza. off of. I mean, he was like eighties, early nineties was a megastar. He was big. Yep. Um, and, and then and then batting cleanup, batting <laughs> to keep the analogy going. 
Good job. Com- coming in, like rounding out the end of the rotation is <laughs> Adrian Brody, which I Adrian completely Bro- forgot about. And then there's Matthew McConaughey, which he has like one, he has one, mo- he has one talking moment in this entire thing where he's talking about the angels coming to assist him. It felt like I was being held up. Uh, and, and this is coming right off of Dazed and Confused. So it's really funny how close this film is to that, which is kind of his more breakout role. Uh, and then well, so he's on this he film. Filmed, I sure think he, he filmed this one first. I'm sure he did. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Dazed and Confused. But and just, then don't forget, also, you've got, um, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Neil McDonough. Uh, Buck from the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. He was also in Suits. He was in um, and he's, Captain America. He has way more, way more FaceTime than sure. than, than well, a really lot of than Adrian and Adrian Brody and Matthew McConaughey. And then Dermot Mulroney, yes, yes, just coming in, being his best boy, being his best. I think this is where he channeled his inner cool factor. In this movie, and though he's breaking his child's heart, and he just carries that throughout the rest of his career. Is he oh, just yeah. plays that even as old as he's gotten, he just comes in as just like, Hey, I'm Doma Maroney. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just plays that calm, cool, collected, like oh. he he walks, he never runs kind of dude. Uh, you also had Ray O'Sanders. He's the uh, angel sportcaster. He pops up in a lot of things in Ooh, the yeah. 90s the big and chin. early 2000s. The, big, the, yeah. the, the, the chin. Um, and then let's also not forget uh, Brenda Fricker. She plays Maggie. She was also the pigeon lady in Home Alone 2. That's right. How uh, did I forget she, that? She's got kind of two really kind of key uh, and similar roles, right? Kind of the, the motherly sage kind of... Um, place there but i i enjoyed seeing her again um but this was i gotta say coming back to near the top of the list like uh danny glover i i just always enjoyed him even as a kid we you know even some of his other comedy movies just have always really liked danny glover and then to now kind of go back and see like little itty bitty joseph gordon levitt um see now, having seen him in so many other things, mm-hmm. like he's such a prolific uh, actor, to see him as a little kid um, is something, right? Like you see a lot of, like he he had serious acting chops all the way back in there. There's there's a few moments where you're like, okay, he's a kid, but for the most part, it's like, wow, this kid's good. He's gonna go places. Oh, he's got he's got a bright future ahead of him. There, I mean, there's so many. So many random one-liners. We talked about this in in uh, the Lion King, etc. From a lot of these '90s films, a big part of it is just all of the lines. And one of the biggest one of which is that what we opened up with is "It could happen." Just it all the happen. time. Started using that with my son quite a bit ever since then. Uh, we got Nacho Butt in there, <laughs> but we got it's not Jello. It's cat cap brains with food coloring. Come on, you know I don't use cap food coloring with my cat brains. <laughs> <laughs> any stick out to you uh i love the um the owner of the angels with all of his like weird texan you know your pistol smoking pal you know like these weird uh just over the top characters of of like a texas baseball team owner I, I do love which is funny because he's a texas baseball team owner when the 
team is in Anaheim, California, but whatever. No, 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 no. They're just in California. It's just the California, the California. Angels. Still, though, who knows? Uh, random with him, with that character, I, I'm, I guess we're not going to spend too much time on him, but it's odd that he puts up with all this be this all this junk that that Danny Glover puts him through and then the moment someone even semi intimates that he that there's like potentially there there's angels involved he's like this is where the buck stops all the other junk that I put up with with him beating up somebody and an assault charges and everything right right but angels right. that's where the buck stops here. That's crazy. That's this is too crazy. Crazy. I just found that kind of ironic. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry. I am so distracted right now. Uh, I pulled up a website with, um, quotes and stuff like that. And all of a sudden a little video pop up of a lion chasing bear grills. It's playing on Why? my screen. That's so weird. I, I have no idea. It was like a pop-up ad. So as you were starting to talk, all I see is this lion getting closer and closer to Bear Girls. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What is this? Well, while you're while you're trying to figure out what your favorite lines were from this, so we got we got to talk about the one, the other, the other great one Sorry. is when he's yelling at his team in the locker room. You got your head so far up your butts you can't even see the yes, light of day. Did. That's that's pure pure Danny Glover. <laughs> Well, I, I could see him even coming with up with that on the spot. Just, just go rant and rave. Okay, you got your head. I can see him doing that. Well, and and you notice even in that moment, like even though that they're sure there is kind of your '90s curse words in there. For the most part, he's trying to you know channel his inner Joe Pesci here of like, <laughs> what are like some things that sound like I'm cursing, but I'm not cursing. So I yeah. don't trip like the Disney censors here. Um, and that, that moment you're like, what's he going to say? Oh, so far up his butt. Yeah, sure. A baseball manager is going to kind of put it that way. <laughs> and then, and then you got, uh, uh, the kids like holding their ears while, while he's mm-hmm. going on his render. But mm-hmm. like, if you listen, you can't really hear much of what's happening. Uh, another icon, uh, just iconic moments from this is the whole tree scene right before as they're trying to watch the game. And you better, you kids better have a ticket for that tree. And then uh, just coming home uh, to that that iconic home, that old rundown home on the corner, which actually does kind of feel a little bit like Anaheim if you if you've been ever driven through there. It's it's got some shade. It quickly becomes some shady territory. Uh, I'm assuming they filmed this whole thing there oh, yeah. in Anaheim, right? We know, especially since they own the team and they can kind of shoot anywhere around there that they want to. True, true. The second, the second Disney-owned sports team after the Mighty Ducks uh-huh. to then get, man, it's so crazy that it, it still was kicking me Like when I was re-watching this. Like, they literally own the baseball team and that's how they're able to use all of these play, all of this, all of this footage, all the the facilities and stuff like that. It was it was nuts. Yeah, because there's some huge like production quality yep. that happens in this. Where like, yeah, there's those scenes where the whole stadium is packed with people. Yep. Um, especially there for that, you know, the the end of the movie, the big winning moment. You know, when they're all standing in the the stands. <laughs> Doing their angel weave, <laughs> which I got to say is like 
my favorite Joseph Gordon-Lovett moment in this movie when there's like, does the kid see an angel, you know? And he comes out there and he's like, like, he just looks so sad, sad but forced, <laughs> like, he's gonna die in six months, so I've gotta flap my hands for him. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> that, that what's-his-name was gonna die. I don't know why I either just, like, pushed it out of my brain. It's like, Tony Danza can't die, so I'm just it going is, to, like, forget it about so it. It is crazy. I loved that moment. I'm like, is this a PSA for not smoking, kids? You know, like... Well, he's been smoking a few too many, if you know what I mean, kid. This is, and that, this, that never ends well. I think this must have been like literally right after someone had brought up the fact, hey, you know, there's a lot of smoking in uh, all of in our Disney, movies. In D- Disney, Disney movies. Maybe we should talk about that. They're like, yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, have our character die because of yeah. smoking. And but we'll have Christopher Lloyd say it, so it, it will come across to uh, maybe a little, little more. It was an upbeat death. Upbeat <laughs> death. It was an upbeat <laughs> death. Okay, so we've gone this far. We haven't really talked about the angels yet. We need to. We need to. We need to talk about that. I, I, the baseball players, or no, we've been talking about oh, the baseball oh, players, that, but yeah, the, yeah. the the real angels in here. I say that because that's the other funny line that I'm always. I lo- they say it a couple times. It was like, well, we've got 25 angels right here, you know, or, or something. Okay. Do the do the angels and the CGI and everything? Does it hold up this many years later? I was actually pleasantly surprised by the CGI. I, would I agree. thought I thought it actually did hold up. I think they did it in such a way where they weren't trying to be super realistic. They were trying yeah. to be a little quirky and lighthearted mm-hmm. with it, and I think that's why it holds up. It's still fun. It's still yeah. a lot of fun. Even yeah. like the little thing, like the one angel sticking his tongue out the same way as the batter sticks his tongue out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How they're a little mischievous. Yeah. There's all a life to it. It's not just these round orbs or what they call it, like these uh, people in, in sparkling pajamas. Right. <laughs> the The moment the CGI that I went, whoa, wow, that this is a 90s movie is when Christopher Lloyd's character like morphs into the 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 big dude next to. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Lovett's character and they kind of like they morph for a second and you see them like it's him it's the other guy it's him it's the other guy and then they he kind of morphs into it I'm like wow that's actually that holds that that holds up and that's that's a pretty complicated CGI moment I was I was pleasantly surprised by that I would agree I had I I mean those are those are the moments you remember as a kid uh Matthew McConaughey being held up and then running into the wall or sure. catching the ball him being run into the wall um the breaking shattering the bat those are the moments that you kind of remember as a kid and you also remember David the poor soul who is charged with keeping the <laughs> terror over these kids AKA after baseball games Nacho Butt Nacho Butt he those are wonderful, funny moments as a kid, right? Like you just, yeah, we laughed hysterically when it like comes back around and he's wearing like the poncho and the and the rain pants and everything to protect it. And then at the very end, he's the one most decked out in angels gear with the little spinning halo that he's wearing. Like I, I enjoy movies where the character arcs, 
even trickle down to your very minor yeah. characters like David. They it took just, some time. They took some time to give him a, his little his little tiny arc. He's got his little arc. <laughs> he's got his little moment. Uh, and that's really fun. But the, for me, like the heart of the movie is that arc that Danny Glover's character goes on. Um, that's just kind of, I don't know. That's really cool. You see him say some incredibly awful, awful things. Like what he says to Tony Danza's character um you're like about the um, pills yeah yeah like well you 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 forced him down my throat you know and he's like well you didn't have to swallow them you know and you i was like wow like that whole little moment i'm like this is this is tense um <laughs> and but then it's okay he they kill softens him up yeah well and that's what's funny is he dies and then danny glover who said the awful things it's like oh it's okay he gets to be a dad at the end of the movie yay <laughs> You die, you become a dad. Yeah. This should have ended up differently, but... No, I... Nonetheless. Yeah, I definitely felt bad for Joseph Gordon-Levitt when his dad basically abandons him. He didn't quite catch that as a kid, <laughs> what was going on. Um, him getting abandoned, uh, that whole... It was just so... When he actually go, has to go into court and his dad walks past in the other direction, he's just like, Dad, Dad. That's, yeah. that's heartbreaking. It One, is being a dad watching that now. It's just like, how could you? How could you do that? I don't understand. But. Yeah, and, and I think in the in the rewatch here, uh, yeah, it 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 is neat that um, to kind of shine a light on something that is was and still is a, a very serious issue. I know I've got close friends who foster kids that um, you know have done some pretty amazing things in that area, and it's. I don't know. I, I I thought this was kind of a cool moment of the movie to kind of highlight that that aspect. Yep, I would agree. And the well. good work there. So yeah, this was uh, a a a a good rewatch. I I it had been probably since I was a kid in the mid '90s since I had seen this. this it's been a long been, time. Been a really long time, but nonetheless, uh, a really good and and I gotta say. Um, it does what I want from every sports movie because I'm not a sports fan, right? You're I'm a sports. Eh. Falling off, falling off the wagon. I um. So they uh, a good sports movie needs to have that moment at the end that just kind of becomes a tearjerker, right? Like it just. <laughs> Right. And and you got to love that moment at the very end when, you know, Danny Glover walks out to Tony Danza and Tony Danza says, I've got nothing left. And Danny Glover says, yeah, you do. You got You've one, got one, one more left. strike left. And, you know, you know, you you've got an angel on you right now. Yeah. The kid sees an angel. Yeah, he must. That's the signal. And you go over and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, oh, and everybody stands up in the whole state, you know, as that building moment and the score and all that. You're like, of course he's going to win. And I love that it was it was realistic still, right, that he still didn't throw that great of a pitch, but he caught it. Gave him the strike, you know, gave him the out. It was, um, you haven't seen a lot of, a lot of, uh, of that. You usually see a strike or a home run. You don't always see the, 
tipped ball that the sure. cat that the that the pitcher himself dives to get. But you know what? He actually that actually probably was true. He probably didn't have very much left because it said that he had thrown 156 pitches. Let me just tell you, Eddie. Most pitchers don't even hit a hundred pitches in a game. Don't most throw hundred. Do not throw. Let and let alone having to go the entire freaking game. No, uh, no reliever. No closer. 156 pitches is insane. So they were not trying to be very like true to the time, true to what the actual game is like. I that's that's in that's. Yeah, he he should be dead. His arm should be falling off. Well, maybe that's why he died, not the cigarettes. He probably well, it said six months later he will die. <laughs> well, the other funny, not funny, uh, but it, as soon as Christopher Lloyd's character says that about him, did you notice he all of a sudden starts coughing more? Yep, of course, of course he does. <laughs> a little, little more coughing. Here's my oh. other. Here's my other. Uh, issue i have with it mm. and it's another it's another just ridiculous jb's things that makes him mad so the whole thing is about them winning the pennant which i didn't realize i didn't realize this as a kid that's just a regular season award it is not like the the world series this is literally just you won your division and that's it that's all you have to do is just beat four other teams and you get it. And that is the big, I can't believe they won the pennant. The season isn't even over after this game. There is still the playoffs to go. There's still the postseason. <laughs> Why did he want them to win the pennant so bad? Is it just because the word pennant sounds good? Yeah. Pennant? <laughs> Why didn't he say... You know what? I would say when the when the Angels win the World Series. Could you could you make it that? You could have had a whole playoff well, series. Well, maybe maybe that shows just like how bad they were, right? Like it's so unbelievable that, that they would even win the pennant. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe that was the route they were going. Maybe for. they didn't want to have to worry about them uh, actually winning the World Series that year and then it's like, well, your TV people could win the World Series, but you can't win the World <laughs> Series. I think, honestly, it is. Um, <laughs> what if it's a calculated just production standpoint of like, it'd be really hard to film and reenact a World Series seven games. So That's let's probably let's just say it's the pennant. Oh, pennant's one word instead of World Series. Yeah, this will be so much easier just to let's let's change the script to just be pennant. Let's see. Did. The Angels win the pennant in 1994. <laughs> I had it. No, they did not. They came in fourth. So it is. It is accurate. It, they did not. They did. No, hold up. They. No, wait a minute. This isn't. This is. Is this now? Hold up. 1994 Angels season record. Let's 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 see. Uh, vamp for me while I'm a. Uh, Trying to look up this this random stuff. Well, I'm curious. What they is came the... in last place. I spat now, and I just spat all over the microphone. <laughs> they came in last place in 
1994 when this movie came out. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute, hold up. So what is the name of this team? So in the movie, it's the California Angels. So at the time, they were literally, they were still called the California Angels. They became the uh, Los Angeles Angels later. Then they became the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim somewhere. Or Anaheim Angel. I, they, it, they changed their name so many freaking times. And then, so what are, I thought they were the Anaheim Angels. No. They've they, never been that. They, they have been. We should look that up while we're doing it. They they at one point were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's kind of like what they're were called. Because that's very confusing to be like the Los Angeles Angels, the Angels Angels. Yes, and then I'm trying to. I've, I'm up on Wikipedia now. Then they they first changed their name to California Angels in 1965. The they were the Anaheim. They became the Anaheim, Anaheim Angels three years after this movie. Renamed by Disney Sports Incorporated. Yep. Then they became wow. the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in 2005. And then they dropped the name in 2016. So they're now just the Los Angeles Angels. Yep. Which is what they originally were when the team was started in 1892. Very intriguing, Eddie. These are things you learn. Another thing to, to note, they're, they're actually, it's ironic, they're, not only did they finish last place in their division, in that the, the whole season never ended because there was a Major League Baseball strike. <laughs> so this movie cursed the Angels, cursed the entire season, all in one fell swoop. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if memory serves me correct, um... There was an an Angels game early on for your romance with your wife. Am I forgetting a detail? It was one of our first big uh, dates. We went to a game. It was actually one of the worst games I've ever been to because we were with a group of people that we we got got there early, got some food, sat down to get our. We're up in the up in the up upper levels. I remember it was fun because we had we were right up next to the edge of the the front of that section, um, and then it was just straight. Then falls off to the next level below us. So we're balcony level, right up again. But we had this bar that was like right through the right next next to us, and it was it was blocking our view. <laughs> and my wife had to like at the and we were dating or we weren't even dating quite yet at the time. She had to look, she had to bend down below the bar. To see anything, but then the people we were with decided two innings in, you know what, or three innings in, you know what, let's go get some food at this special place that's far on the other side. It took us thirty minutes to find that place to get the food. Then in all, the stadium, in the stadium, it was the weirdest like concourse thing you had to get through. And then we had to, and then they just wanted to walk around the entire freaking game. It was beyond annoying whatever's beyond that it was so absurd and and let's 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 do a little deep dive into jb here okay for those of you who don't know um jb is not uh an intro he's not an extrovert i hold that that 
that title. You are very much an introvert. Like one-on-one, you're great. Like you go deep, wonderful, but you put like a a group of unknown people on you. It's like exhausting. Am I right? It was was so exhausting. And I I just remember because this was really early on for you guys and I'm like cheering you on. I'm so excited. We were like texting, you know, and I'm like, how's it going? And you're like, this is awful. And I'm like, oh no, what's happening? And I'm like, man, maybe, maybe they're, he's discovering they don't get along or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's all you and her, but it's like, no, it's all these externals. And as soon as you said, like, I'm here with a group of people I've never met and they just want to walk around the stadium. Like, this isn't good. This isn't good. But it worked out because we got married and I don't think I'm ever hung out with those people really much ever again. (laughs) And let's hope they don't listen to this podcast. They don't. They don't care. Um, so you survived. And at that time, they were the Los Angeles Angels, Anaheim Angels. Who cares? Let's not go back into that. And now we get to talk about Angels in the Outfield. Did you think about Angels in the Outfield while you were there? Did you have a moment where you're like, this is the field that Christopher Lloyd flew across? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe you were distracted. Bit. I mean, I, well, just, I was really distracted first um, there by was a pretty my girl right now in front wife of and secondly by the absurdity of what we were doing instead of just, you know, watching, you know, this weird thing where you just watch a baseball game instead of like no. walking around everywhere. But you know what? It is what it is. I find baseball to be incredibly boring. Kind of is. If it's not Rookie of the Year, Angels in the Outfield, or Moneyball, I will not watch it. You are a Moneyball fan, Eddie? Aaron Sorkin. There we go. There we go. That's a great yeah. movie. I love that. Film. No, I, I love Moneyball. I, I own it also on DVD, or I stole it from my mom. I can't remember. It's Same okay. Thing. I'm I'm giving her this copy of the Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my DVD copy of... I was thinking about donating it to the li- to local library. Look at thinking, you. Thinking so about so that. little kids, the next generation, the next generation, they need to You're know thinking of the next generation. They need this film in their life. Um, so after I rip it to my hard drive and say that I'll give it to them. <laughs> well, they need to put it on Disney Plus. Like I'm they sh- do. Why? Did, did we I, did we did we hypothesize why this thing isn't on Disney Plus? Because it's a remake. That was my initial guess. Um, I don't know. It's a mystery if you're listening to this and you know why, or you work for Disney and you're listening to our podcast. This is one of our gripes is that the things that aren't on there. Yeah, I really wish people um, would tell me, like, tell me why um, certain things aren't on Disney Plus. Like, I'm really, really curious about that. Eddie, here's a question for you. If the dad bucks up and becomes a good father and takes him back into his home and they sail into into the sunset, do the angels ever win the pennant? Um, I don't think so. They're pretty bad. Everybody goes on. Tony Danza still dies because... Can't reverse that. <laughs> what happens to Chris? What happens to uh, Danny Glover's career? He just probably tanks and is never the same again. 
I'm curious how he's going to make it work being a single dad when he travels out of town for like a good chunk of the year. They're going with him on those games. Right. They're going yeah. with him on those games. But when do they get schooling? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, they, they'll hire the teacher from Mighty Ducks 2. She's available at this that is time. True. She can come in and, and, and teach him. I've just discovered some pretty big breaking news. Are you ready for this? Um, I don't know if I am, but go for it. I, I'm trying to figure out why it's not on, why it's not on Disney Plus. I don't have an answer to that, so that's not the breaking news. <laughs> um, we have no idea why it's not on Disney Plus. But did you know that there were there was a not just one sequel, but oh, no. two sequels? No, I did not. Angel, okay, angels so, are still in the outfield. Where do you think they go with this? So we have angels in the outfield. Guess, guess the angels titles. in the end zone. Yes, that is the next one. Are you? You're looking at this. No, I'm not. I okay, just... see if you can do it. What is the third one? Came out in 2000. Angels in the half court. Angels in the infield. Do you see what they did? They brought it back. They realized they it wouldn't it work. It wouldn't work. In yeah, football, so in, but they would bring it back to this. 1990, uh, 1997, Angels in the End Zone. Christopher Lloyd returned for that. It was a made-for-TV sequel. Hold up. Ooh, and we a get f- a little bit of... What's his name from... Uh, oh, Eddie. Eddie, there's so many 90s vibes happening right now. Looking at this in the End Zone. We get some seventh... Ooh, Eddie. One of the kids from Seventh Heaven is in Angels in the End Zone. No. Oh, oh, it's his beautiful locks of hair. The the blonde haired kid in here. Oh man, what is this kid's name? Oh, I need to be I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong. Oh, there's Matthew Lawrence, the kid right up front with like the heavy center split hair. He was in like every Disney Channel movie imaginable. Uh, he was also in, was he in Boy Meets World? Yes. The, the later years when he goes to college and stuff like that? Yes. Yes, he was. So we get him in there. Uh, not Paul Dooley. David Gallagher. Yes. Oh, man. Ooh, here's here's a deep cut. We also have Jack Coleman uh, from Heroes. Wow. Love love me some Jack Coleman. He, he, was, he, was, he was so sinister in Heroes. But anyways... I love that. I love that David Gallagher from Seventh Heaven is in Angels in the Out. That that makes my day right there. Um, and so the third one was a Disney television film as well, Angels in the Infield. Um, Did they get Christopher Lloyd for that? No, they got somebody even better. They got Patrick Warburton. I don't know if he's even better, but I love Patrick oh, Warburton. Oh, okay, yep. I'm I'm tracking with you. I love Patrick Warburton. Now I want to see this movie just because I know he's in it. This is oh, this is man. special. This is special. You guys need to go right now. And How did I never? Now now I just don't want Angels in the Outfield. I want all three. I want the whole trilogy on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm not gonna shell out money for those. No, no, we are not. 
I am not waiting on those DVDs to come. I just want Disney Plus to give it so I can watch it for like 30 minutes and go, oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I've never heard of it. Yeah, you will not find me anywhere anywhere near paying for, for any of those no. other two films. <laughs> no. Uh, so in closing here, any dad tips for us? Don't abandon your children. Mm, yeah. Love your children. <laughs> Don't give them away. But if you're going to do it, at least wear the leather jacket while you're doing it. Like, yeah, like and, and Dermot Mulroney. And like uh, put the cigarette out on your jeans. Oh, man, that's. But then all of a sudden have right another there. cigarette when you're outside and you flick it. It's like, oh, hold on. I need to know the, um, timing, <laughs> the timing of the cigarette. Uh, if you're trying to, mine would be if you're trying to win your kids over, um, teach them how to cook meatballs and uh, lasagna, even though they don't like lasagna, even though they've never had lasagna. That actually is pretty accurate to everyday life. My my son all the time hates something before he actually tries it. So yeah, no, that's that's one of my that's favorite good, lines that I didn't mention right before. Yeah. Well, what do we have coming up next week? on honey we made a disney podcast what's our our next movie uh eddie our next one is perfectly timed for the for march which is the santa claus is our next is our next film on the list it's perfectly timed in that it stars tim allen who is in the final episodes of his tv show last man standing okay is that is that a big of a, that's a bit of a stretch but yeah that's yeah we're we're going to be covering Santa Claus because you know what we try to do things in order, which is why we didn't have this episode last week because we were waiting for the DVD to get in from God knows where, Anaheim. Anaheim. It came from Anaheim. I watched the UPS tracker. This isn't. This was probably for sale in Anaheim uh, Angels, whatever it's called, they probably, stadium. They probably, someone probably went down to the gift shop. Somebody went to the gift shop and they're like, it. some idiot in Indiana needs one of these. Let's grab one of that. Yep. So we're going to be covering the Santa Claus, a little bit of Christmas spirit in the middle of March. And hopefully the Disney Plus also has some presents for us this weekend with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But we will maybe talk about that next time to see how See it all shipped out. But thank you for listening. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to our website, honeywemade.com slash movies to see all of our master list of all the films that we're going to be covering. Um, but Eddie, I got to go get my glove out and do um, catch some, pop some fly balls. Uh, I need to go take a nap because I've watched way too much baseball. Okay. <laughs> see you later. <laughs>